Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, it is 1148, and this season, a lot of great contributors coming back. Got some new ones as well. And one of them we always look forward to hearing from is Clint Sterner, who's going to be with us on Mondays and Fridays, thanks to our friends at Motorsports Authority. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, throws down the middle, Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Going down the middle. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. All right, let's go to it. Brandon moving in storage hotline. Hello, Mr. Sterner. How are you? Fellas, fellas, how we doing, man? Buddy, we're ready for a new season. We got football this week. This week. Mm-hmm. Excited about it. Yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's game week. It's always this time of year is always great because you know to be honest, it's it's all a lot of hype and it's um, you know what we've seen and what we've heard and and uh, the, the expectations are through the roof and the rubber hadn't met the road yet, man. So it's one week of, of the season where you can really lean into speculation and and hopes and dreams and and uh, and chop it up. So before. You know, we actually see the game and, and, and we see actual results that we can evaluate. Let's uh, let's make it happen, man. Yes, hope springs eternal. Today we're talking about hot seats and coaches that might be on them. And we were talking about Jimbo Fisher's deal. His buyout is $76 million, Clint. And I don't care what you do for a living. If your buyout is $76 million, you did something right along the way. Um, that's a team that is very intriguing. And we were looking through their schedule. I could easily see them winning seven games and people would be beating that drum if they do. What do you expect from A and M this year? Yeah, I, I got. I'm pretty high on them right now. I, I look. It's it's the Bobby Petrino factor. Um, I, I really like the young quarterback. I like their quarterback room after after hating their quarterback room mm. for about four or five years. While while Aggie Nation every offseason now he's telling me how great this next quarterback is. It was Haynes King, and then before that, I can't even remember who the hell it was, but. Um, you know, this it's slipping my mind right now. The kid's name, it, I just went blank. But but the uh, the young kid that we saw at the end of last season that played really really well. He's got um, you know big tall body and and uh, and can sling it around the park. And he's athletic and not Lamar Jackson athletic, but he's athletic enough to move around. And I just think I think they've always had um, superior talent. You know, I mean they're 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 knocking on the door year in year out. They're knocking on the door of LSU and Alabama. And, Maybe not Georgia, what we've seen the last couple of years, but boy, their talent is is through the roof, and and that's part of why it's so disappointing in in College Station to see what Jimbo Fisher's uh, not done with all of that talent, you know. And so Bobby Petrino comes in, and and say what you want about Bobby, I I, I still got a certain level of hate for Bobby in my heart that I just I just can't think of another individual that I have that level of hate for. Um, to be completely Jeff, honest nice. with you, but 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 th- there's no there's no debating you know, the offensive mind and what the guy can do more with less, and now he's got more. So I'm pretty high in, on, on uh, the Aggies in College Station for a change, which is, guys, it's, it's refreshing down here uh, in, in Houston doing radio because, I mean, I've been to, 
the bearer of bad news lately. They, they've, I've been a, I've been a grim reaper on these Aggie fans, so it's uh, been nice to be around them lately. Well, we'll talk about Arkansas too, but I wanted to quickly ask you about the Texans, and I don't know how much of a factor they're going to be in their division, but. C.J. Stroud looked like took a pretty big step forward after his first game, and uh, you know he didn't get a lot of opportunities in the opening game anyway. But what's what's the level of optimism related to the Texans? Well, they're going to be significantly better. Um, I mean, which they can't be any worse. It's, it is it is bar none. Think of think of I just mentioned Bobby Petrino. Think of the, that the, the year after Bobby Petrino, how dysfunctional it was in Fayetteville, and multiply that times two. Um, and, and that's, I mean, times 10, I'm sorry, not two. Hell, I, I shrunk that number big time 10. <laughs> and that's what you had going on here in, in Houston at NRG Stadium with the, with the Texas fan. It was, it was as dysfunctional as you've ever seen. It takes some time to, to, to recover from that. Uh, but D'Amico Ryans is, is, is going to have these guys, you know, at least competitive. I like them to win eight games this year. I think, I think Vegas has them at the, the over under six and a half. Uh, I like them to win eight. I think they're extremely well coached. The energy from the coaches is next level. You guys know where I'm at on that, man. I, I like to see coaches sweating and and uh, and getting after it. If I can't hear you at practice, man, you ain't trying hard enough. So um, I love what they're bringing to the table. There's still a talent deficit. Uh, they're not as good as, as the, the upper third of the NFL, obviously. But I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be middle of the pack. And I think they'll win eight games. Hmm. Is C.J. Stroud starting? Yeah, C.J. Stroud's starting. Look, they, they, I don't know why this silly stuff. He's got this silly thing going on. My only complaint about D'Amico, defensive minded head coach, you know, he's got this silly everything's a competition, nobody's a starter. And for whatever reason, saying that to the media has continued to date. But really, here at practice, I've been to every, every practice that they've had. Um, I mean, they about they're two weeks into um, – legitimately treating C.J. Stroud as a rookie starter. And, and, and he's getting as many reps as he possibly can. He's getting all the ones. They're really pouring into this kid. They started for about a week, and they, they tried to sell the silly competition thing. And then, and then um, you know, on the field, they, they started pushing him. And he's gotten significantly better. He's got an extremely high ceiling. And, and as I said, you know, even coming out, evaluating this guy. The game's played so much outside the pocket, off-platform, off-schedule, that – you get concerned when you don't see a lot of that. But when when the pocket's right and he's in the pocket on time, he's as good as any rookie uh, and, and as good as, as held mo- a lot of the veterans in terms of, of accuracy and driving the football to the second level. So we'll see if they can protect him, but but he's definitely going to be the starter with. Clint, 12 days out here for Arkansas. What are the uh, keys for them as they prepare for the season? Sound like there was a little scrapping going on. Obviously tired of hitting guys in the same color jersey, but – what, uh, what are the keys here as you get a, a little over a week out? I got three keys for you. I mean, look, and, and, and the crazy thing is this year, none of none of my keys involve the offensive or defensive line. I, I think that's just an understood when you're talking Arkansas football. Like that, that I mean, you're going to live and die with whether you can you can hold your hold your water offensively and defensively on the line. Um, but but I didn't want to take the low hanging fruit there. I mean, that's always the case with Arkansas. I, I wanted to go with – I got three of them for you, man. I got Dan Enos and K.J. Jefferson, that chemistry. Uh, as I've said before with you guys, it could, I, I think it can be great and it can be the reason that you win 10 or 11 games that you, that you shock the world. Or it can also be the reason that you are struggling to get to, let's say, bowl eligibility. And, and might I say, dare I say, um, you know, five, four or five wins if, if that doesn't go according to plan. I, I really think the next step in, in K.J.'s development – is is Dan Enos? I mean, there's nobody better that I, I could pair him with than Dan Enos. But but he's got to develop. 
He's got to prove that he can go out there and be a progression passer. Um, he's got to prove that he can go out there and throw the ball accurately, consistently, and not just be like he's been an unbelievably clutch quarterback. Um, but when it comes to the offenses that he's been in, I mean, it's it's a lot of one receiver read. It's a lot of middle of the field close read. So you just you know where you're going with the football a lot of times pre-snap. And, and with Dan Enos, that's just not the case. And so how do they meet in the middle? How does he develop under Dan Enos? Uh, I think ultimately that is the biggest the biggest what if um, that's going on in Arkansas right now. Hell, I'll be honest with you. I think it's one of the most fascinating early season watches in all of college football. I really do. You're, you're talking about an older veteran quarterback, which is rare in today's game, at least that's one that's good and hadn't transferred. And you're talking about one of the best quarterback developers, one of the best offensive minds that – that plays a game of football, that calls a game of football that we hadn't seen from this veteran quarterback. So it, it should be that, – that to me is, is one of the biggest keys in all of college football, not, not just at Arkansas. Okay. It was just announced Rocket Sanders' is second team preseason All-America uh, by the Associated yeah. Press. So that's pretty big. He's yeah. the only Razorback on that list. Uh, a, a rocket that runs for 1,400, 1,500 yards like last season, what does he mean to this offense and, more importantly, to, to K.J.? Well, I mean, look, it's, it's a, you, you've got to believe that they're not going to stray too far away from the power run game with KJ and with Rocket. Obviously, the personnel tells you to do that, and Dan is no fool. So, I mean, I, I think they're going to continue uh, to do those things, and that's going to be the staple of this offense. You go back to 2015 with Alex Collins, I think it's probably going to look a little bit different, but you go back to that year, and that's the year that you had a veteran quarterback. That's the year you had a veteran running back. You had a guy that could, uh, or not veteran, but a productive next-level type running back, um, and, and they made it happen in a big, big way, and everything was predicated off of the quarterback play and the, and the running back the running back producing. And I, I think I think Rocket brings that to the table. I'll tell you one thing with the running back room that, that I, I've just always felt this. We've yet to see it, but I've always felt it. I think Green is is the guy that could have a have – a, uh, I mean, just arrive in a major, major way this year. I like Rocket. I do. I like Rocket downhill, power run game, big body back. I mean, not taking anything away from him. Only a fool would would take would minimize what he means to this team. But I really like AJ Green. I, I think he's the guy that that could that could really show up this year and show out and be a game changer in this offense. So keep an eye on him. I'll give you my two other bullets outside of Enos and KJ. The wide receivers and the tight ends, guys. They got some big bodies. They got some some big, physical, athletic-looking guys. They've got some smaller slot guys that have, that have made big plays. But I go back to 2015 when you had Keon Hatcher, you had Dominique Reed, who was the, the burner over the top, and you had Drew Morgan. The wide receiver, obviously Hunter Henry, wide receivers and tight ends. That's a key, but I tell you, I really trust, again, I'm, I'm high on Danny, you can't tell. I really trust Dan to find those guys' strength and find the Drew Morgan and find the a Hunter Henry type guy and be able to go out there and, and put a, a, a great bunch of pass catchers on the field. But we don't know who the hell they are. We don't know who they're going to be. We like what we see, or I do. I like what I hear. I like what I see. Clint. I like the build. But, I, I mean, I don't know who they are. All right, save your third point for Friday. we got to hit a break. We're up against the hard break. We'll talk to you then. I appreciate you, buddy. You got it, brother. Y'all be good. All right, thanks to Motorsports Authority. We're back in a sec. 